So here's the big question. How do mortgage brokers like us, who are in the trenches every single day, how do we consistently grow our business every year without working 60 hours a week? How do we get our skills and expertise out to the world and still have a life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I am Ryan Wiley, and welcome to the 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Good morning, 12-Hour Broker Podcast. West Coast Wiley here, hanging with Maze. It's a snow day today. I don't mean snow day that everything's closed, I just mean it's snowed. Right? We don't really get the snow days in Kelowna where everything just shuts down. Um, and if it did, everyone just goes skiing. But anyways, out with Maisie, cruising around, Americano with me. Okay, um, we're going to chat about something that I didn't even realize was a thing, but it's something that I'm pretty sure most of you are doing, and I'm not sure it makes sense you need to be doing it. You could be save, save yourself a bunch of time, a bunch of money, a bunch of stress, um, just by shifting your mindset. And so this came up in a coaching call I did yesterday uh, where we were just breaking down. You know, I believe there's everyone has a pre-approval process and an approval process. I don't think it's can't attach those together, in my opinion, because sometimes there's six months in between. Right. And you just don't. So I feel like that's just how we operate. We operate. We shift it over. Hey, they're in the pre-approval process. And then when they buy something or put their hand up and say, we're doing our refinance now, um, then they shift to the approval process. And it's a different, like different things happen from that point on. Um, and so it just simplifies things for us as well. We can have a very good quick turnaround on the pre-approval process. Everyone knows what they're doing. We've got it mapped out and color coded and who's doing what. Um, but here's an interesting thing that came up yesterday. So we were running through my pre-approval process. It's all mapped out. And someone gets introduced to us, client referral, or let's just talk about from a referral partner, okay? Because this is what the conversation was about. We reply within an hour. Send them an email, has a video in it, a link to a calendar, a link to our reviews. You know, it's a great first impression. But we then we sit on our hands. We don't do anything until you book a call and you show up for the call. That's when I jump back in. But up to that point, I don't do anything else. And so it came up yesterday of, hey, well, where's your follow-up? I was like, follow-up? What do you mean? Well, the realtors want you to follow up with their client. And uh, we don't follow up with them. Much like if we have a discovery call with you and you say, hey, we're going to work together and we agree this is going to be a good partnership and we ask you for documents, we don't follow up with you on the documents either. Right? We're building all these filters in where... We want to see who really wants to work with us, right? It shouldn't, it's not on us to follow up with you to get you to put your big boy pants on and get your notice of assessments to us so we can do the mortgage. If we laid out instructions for you and you don't come back with that, like we don't send another email. We don't go, hey, just following up. If it's an approval process, different, different conversation. If you've bought something, given us one thing or two things, or yeah, that's different because now there's money sitting there to be made. The pre-approval process, a lot of people I'm finding out here are spinning their wheels and doing a lot of extra work up front that they don't need to be doing. And so there's two things here I want to talk about. One is when you ask people for the documents, like how much are you hounding them? And are we leaving money on the table by not following up all the time? Sure. But at what cost? Now, We've got to work that into our process, follow up, 
stress people out. Now people are going to feel like they're chasing people around in our team. Is that good for the morale? I don't know. I kind of want people that line up and say they want to work with us. Right. And the commitments there, not us having to chase you down all the time to get something so you can get a couple hundred thousand dollar mortgage. Right. Like we don't we don't play babysitter there. And so much like when you get introduced, if a client gets introduced to us up front, we send the one email. If you don't book a call, not that you're dead to us, but we just don't like we don't do anything. It's and so this is where the conversation came in yesterday. The conversation came was, well, realtors like they want us to follow up and they're like, hey, did you follow up my lead? It's like, hell no, I didn't follow up your lead. That's not my job. My job isn't to like chase down your potential client. You're the one that has a relationship with. They don't know me from a hole in the ground. You just introduced me and now you want me to chase them down to have a conversation with me. You should have that relationship solidified already. Right. That's if, if not, then you're not very good at what you do or you're just spraying and praying and throwing through a bunch of shit, which doesn't work. That's this relationship isn't going to work. It's on you. So all of our realtor partners know if you don't book a call with us in that first email, like we're not following up. That's on them to give their client who they already have a rapport with, who they have a relationship with, who they might have a, a buyer agreement signed with to represent them in shopping or they might have, you know, whatever, a listing agreement, whatever. Like they have way more uh, impactful relationship than we do. Like we don't, we don't, we're nobody's right now. We don't, they don't know us. So now I'm going to be the one following up and sapping my resources to do that. That doesn't make sense. That sounds exhausting, right? You need to, the Mr. or Mrs. Realtor need to figure out your end. You need to figure out how to establish a better relationship, better trust, but, and you should, absolutely 100% feel comfortable and confident and going, Hey, did you talk to Ryan mortgage broker yet? Did you reach out? Could you please reach out? Cause it's very, very important. Every single one of our realtor referral partners will do that. And it's very rare that we get introduced to someone and they don't book a call, but the ones who don't, the realtors on them kind of like, Hey, this is important. Cause we're all on the same team here. But they've got the relationship. So it'd be very weird for me to be hammering them with follow-ups when I've never even talked to them, never even had an email with them. And the realtors might have known them for three years, three months, like had 20 emails, three emails, phone calls, in-person meetings. Like, why is that on me? So something's broken there if you're doing that. I'm saying this. I would love to be convinced otherwise that it's on us to follow up with the leads. And if that's the case that's a major problem in your pre-approval process. And you might want to look at that because that is taking time and resources and probably money um, with you having to follow up and do someone else's job. It's not your job to help them establish that relationship. That's theirs. And if they're not good at that, they need to rework how they are as a realtor. They need to, you know, sharpen those soft skills and learn how to build better trust and get a commitment and build better rapport. And like, I, geez, that just, it just hit me like a punch in the face. And I was like, wow, I can't believe people are doing that, that they're following up like that. Um, just a different mindset, right? Um, and so this, but this goes through all the way through our process. If you don't want, if we have to chase you, so this is why our, sim- our process is so simplified and we can do so many files as we do and with the least amount of you know, time spent is we, we, we declutter a lot of things from the tech 
and I've went over that in other podcasts. We declutter our tech. We don't we don't use a lot of tech in our process, and we declutter all of our follow ups. And you could sit there and go, Ryan, the money's made in the follow up. Well, not necessarily, not that follow up, not the follow up where we don't even know if we have them as a client. If they're if I've talked to them, they want to partner with us and they purchase the property. Oh yeah, then it's you know where we go after them. But in pre-approval process, we do not. We sit back and we let them show us that they're, you know, committed to the next step. Not the whole thing, because we'll never ask someone to commit to working with us, like, right away. It just seems weird to do so. But we'll make sure you're committed to the next step. So, hey, book a call. We sit. We press pause. We don't do anything. You book a call or you don't. If you book a call, we show up for the call. If you show up for the call, there, you made two commitments booked a call and you've shown up for the call, right? After that, we sit on our hands again until you send in the documents we request, right? Once you send in the documents, that's your third commitment, okay? Then we jump in and actually spend some time. Up to that point, we sent an email and we spent 15, 20 minutes on a discovery call looking for red flags. And so to that point, you've made three commitments to us. So it's looking good. And then we underwrite the file. If it works, we make a, a budget. We send a video recorded walking you through the budget and we ship it off, right? So now we step up and make a commitment only after you make a commitment, okay? Otherwise, it's going to seem like chaos in your end. You're going to feel like you chase people around. And then number two, that can't be good for morale. It can't be good for just you feeling like you're always chasing someone to work with you when in all reality, it should be the other way. They need you more than you need them. And that's the mindset we have. And so that's why we put these filters in place. And I never really thought about it until I started talking to a lot of agents and brokers about their process and realizing, wow, that's now I get it. Now I, because I was, how are people spending so much time on all these? Because we don't track our leads, right? We, a lead only turns into a lead. We call it a pre approval. Once they start sending documents in, that's when we call the pre-approval and that's when we start tracking it. But up to that point, we don't track anything because you need to make the commitments, right? And so the argument could be made, are we losing money? Are we losing business there? Sure, for sure. 110%, there's business we're losing there, but it's at what cost? At what cost to staff to follow up? At what cost to, you know, just your confidence and feeling like you're chasing people all day um, to like just the fact of, you know, we're all adults. Like, why should I have to chase you around? Which seems crazy. Um, so like for those first couple steps, right? And so, and just my, you know, stress and the amount of time we want to work in the business and a work-life balance. This way, this is why most of the people that start saying documents and we close because they make commitments and they want to work with us and we want to work with them. And we both show up and do our part. It's a two-way street. It's not us going, okay, we'll do. And we're just going, please, please, please send this in. Okay, please send this in. We only need this now. We only need this now. Please send this in. I'd love it if you sent this in. And then it's like, what are you doing? You can't do that. You can't run like a business like that. Oh my God, I would, I would hate going to work, having to do that, chase people around for that. Right to do a pre-approval for something they may or may not be able to do, that they may or may not commit to you to to work with you still. Um, that's tough. 
that's tough. So now I see it. I understand it. Please look in your own business and understand what you're doing there. Not saying you need to do what we do, but maybe you scale back a little on those follow-ups, right? Only on pre-approvals. And also, if, if it's your mindset that that's the realtors, they're really the best suited person to be following up with their own freaking client. <laughs> Just the funny part, like they, these are my clients. I don't know them. I'm not going to hit them with all this. It starts to feel desperate, right? I know I'm switching gears here. I'm putting myself and I'm going, hey, I've got a realtor who I love and trust, known for two and a half, three years. And I say, hey, I need him. He goes, yeah, I got a guy. I'm going to introduce you. Perfect. Email introduction. We're all adults here. Sends an email. Hey, Ryan, meet Tom, mortgage broker. Great. Tom says, hey, Ryan, love to chat with you. Let's book a call. Here's access to my calendar. Let's book a call and we'll start the process. If I didn't book that for some reason, because maybe I'm talking to TD Bank and maybe whatever the timings are. If Tom keeps hammering me with emails, hey, just seeing if you want to talk. Hey, just seeing to me, it feels a little desperate and it, and it starts to work against him. I don't go. I don't go. Oh, I appreciate you following up with me three times, Tom. I go, I'm kind of annoyed. Because I was going to maybe book a call. I was just behind. But I'm kind of annoyed that you're doing now. If if my realtor that I love and trust comes to me and says, hey, did you talk to Tom yet? No, I didn't. I really suggest you do. Because it's going to benefit you. He's helped so many clients. He's awesome what he does. And it really, it's I, you'll really you'll thank me for chatting with him. Okay, okay. I'm going to go book a call with him. Like, if it comes from that way, boom, I'm in. Or if I was on the fence, that pushes me a little over. Or I just go, no, you know what? I'm with RBC right now. And I'm going to peace out and kind of just do my thing. I feel like I'm good over there. Okay, perfect. But I'm not annoyed. And so for you, how are you doing those follow-ups, right? The pestering is what I call it. Um, and then maybe now this is why when people come into your process, maybe you aren't closing as many as you'd like because people aren't committed and you're kind of like forcing their hands sometimes just by annoying them to go book a call. to book, Like, because people can do that. But deep down, they were never going to work with you, but people will do that thinking they're being nice to you. When factors wasting everyone's time. So there you go. Just want to put it out there. Please think about that. Um, you know where I stand on it and hopefully changes something in your business for the better. Okay. Five texts a day, kids. Peace out. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.